Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Showbread. Cause it's fresh! Got myself, Jesse Felix, Pastor Drew here. How you doing, Pastor Drew? It is awesome to be back on air yeah. with you, Jesse. I missed it, man. I got yeah. a lot of people that were listening to the show, Tons. enjoying the show, Huge show, growing from the show. That's right. Showbread, because it's fresh. It, it can is. feed the masses. You're absolutely right, Pastor Drew. A couple of people from Japan, Germany, Antarctica, if you believe it, have, have been emailing me personally. What when you gonna... get somebody from Antarctica, that's yeah. a high percentage of the whole nation that's, watching. That, that's absolutely right. We're very excited. Showbread 2.0. Pastor Drew, I don't. I think the last time we recorded was before the pandemic. Now we're after the pandemic. We're excited to be here. What is your level of excitement for Showbread this season? About a ten out of ten. Okay. Ten out of ten because getting 10 to 10. know you better. And okay. for those that don't know, the church has got some great things cooking these days. Oh yeah. And I would love to talk about them. And you have been in the thick of it. You've oh, been behind the scenes. Appreciate You've it. been getting involved, helping out. Tonight, we finish up our basketball championship of wow. five weeks, six teams. It's been awesome. All in church. Yeah. I mean, this is our church running its own league with its own basketball court mm-hmm. outside on the blacktop that got painted. We got a scoreboard. We got a real referee. Man. We got stats. We got awards. And yeah. you know, my my team found its way in the, in the playoffs. Wow. If you guys don't know, we actually moved church from Riverside, California to the Staples Center. So now we're at the Staples Center in LA. Sometimes we call it the Staples Center campus. <laughs> Staples people Center like campus. People like that. We still got campus. No, I'm just joking. Pastor, can you tell us, if, for people that are just listening, where are we right now? What building we're we in? We are in the heart of the Inland Empire. Okay. Inland Empire, for those that know, is San Bernardino County and Riverside County. That's we right. are in the city of Harupa Valley. Yep. In the shadow of Mount Rubido that holds that beautiful cross on top. Right. In what some people call the Crystal Cathedral of West Riverside. I've heard that. 4075 Twining Street. It's a church that's about literally about 100 years old, mm-hmm. the building, yep. tucked away into a gem of a neighborhood, mm-hmm. residential area. There are people all around. Mm-hmm. The cars, uh, the streets are lined with cars. And years ago, it was agricultural. They never changed the zoning. Mm-hmm. So you got donkeys, you got chickens, you got roosters. I was at the church the other day at 6 a.m. to do some training, mm-hmm. and it was like a circus of animals all cheering. There you go. It's an incredible it's like, place. It's like Noah's Ark. It's like Noah's Ark out here. Uh, Pastor, well, thank you. We, if you guys want to check us out on YouTube, Facebook, RiversideChristianAssembly.com. Uh, Facebook, Riverside Christian Assembly. YouTube, Riverside Christian Assembly. Come check us out. More importantly, come visit us here in Riverside. We have some really awesome things going on. But Pastor Drew, I know you just finished your, uh, your, your finishing up your series on assignment. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, man. You know, you inspired a lot of it because I admire the qualities you have as a manager and as a leader. And I want to see more people fulfilling their assignment. What kind of general could, could church leaders be if they don't know the mission? The mission's clear. Yeah. Get the gospel to the ends of the earth. Preach the good news to right. every tongue, every ethnos. Every people hear the good news of Jesus. We're part of that great commission, by the way. Absolutely. And we got that fire set under us. And... God has commissioned lots of soldiers mm-hmm. into our care, and we got to know their assignment. So we've been looking the last couple weeks at assignments you might not like, like Jonah had a burden. He had an assignment for the Ninevites. Yeah, he did. wasn't one he picked. No, he and did not. And sometimes we got to do things that God wants us to do that we never would have picked. Yeah. Remember in the garden, Jesus says, not my will be done, but your will. Not my assignment, yeah. but whatever assignment you have for me. Yeah. We've looked at what is your assignment, your strengths, your abilities, your desires, what fulfills you. We've looked at who is your assignment, that God wants you to win somebody. We've also looked at the assignment you've received. 
Because every assignment that somebody gets is bigger than them. We studied the life of Elijah and how he had to pass on those other two assignments to Elisha. Mm. And he had to anoint the new king of Syria. He had to anoint Jehu to be the new king of Israel and cut off the house of Ahab. And then the blessing goes on. The anointing oil was passed from one prophet to him, <laughs> passed to a young prophet, poured on Jehu. And so today we'll conclude with the idea that we are God's. It's not our assignment, it's God's assignment. He owns us, He won us, Absolutely. He's destined us. Yeah. Have you found the concept of having an assignment true in your life? Oh yeah, I think even even without being appointed an assignment, I think by nature we have an assignment. Uh, I think being a father, there's an assignment there. Oh. Without, without even asking for your hey, <laughs> that's your assignment. Being a worker, you know, making living, you know, having a, a job, that's your assignment. Being a husband, there's an assignment there. Being a father to your kids, another assignment. There's a lot of assignments, even without even asking for an assignment. You have an assignment. And I think the true, I think, I think when life, to be excellent in life, I think when you when you find what you're really good at and that aligns with what God has for you, and then your life can kind of be different. You know, I feel like in my life, I was looking for an assignment, what I want to do with my life, just like every young person. But then as I was able to get married and have kids, and now I'm on track. You know, there's an assignment there. There's other things too that um, that help us as well, but I think understanding your assignment at a young age, or even whatever, if you're still even looking for your assignment right now, I feel like that's good. But I think God ultimately has the ultimate assignment for you. Well, and as a people, as a church, we got to be very missional. Mm -hmm. If churches are not missional, they're just tread water and they're destined to drown. But we're going yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Leaders got to know what's next, and we know what's next. I was thrilled that we could send a thousand Bibles to a restricted country. Yeah. And people were given money and wanted to be part. That's the most biggest check we ever gave to missions. And yeah. we partnered. And people got excited. And I think part of the excitement was we said, here's our church's assignment. Yeah. There's a great commission out there. And all the way from Rubido, California, yeah. across the globe to a small people group with their own dialect yeah. and unique culture that are asking for some Bibles. We partnered with a group called Ethnosasia, mm -hmm. and they said, we have the printed Bible in their dialect, and we'd love to give it to them. Do you want to help us? And I go, yeah! Absolutely. And now we're part of that global mission. Yeah. There'll be people in heaven because we got an assignment mm -hmm. tonight in the basketball. Now, I'm a big heavy guy, yeah. heavyweight still. That's My it. sons are smaller guys, yeah. and, and the small guys have to go out to small guys. That's one of the rules in our basketball today. Yeah. I'm not going to be playing the point guard. i got to play the center. That's yeah. my assignment. Your assignment. But the assignment of the team is to compete, is to try and win. And I think that Christians miss out on a very fulfilling life when they stop seeing themselves as soul winners. Mm. No matter who you are, yeah. who you invite to church, no matter who you are, who you're yeah. praying for, mm -hmm. no matter who you are, when's the last time you told somebody about that precious name, Jesus? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to be in touch with what God has us to do. I think of when Jesus was saying, I'm about my father's business. Mm -hmm. How many years, how much time did you waste being about your own business yeah. rather than God's business? I think we can see that night and day, huh? A lot, yeah. I think for me, even being, you know, I moved out when I was 18, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I think I confused myself of what I really, truly wanted in life. And even right now, like, I'm on an assignment right now, trying to be the best father, trying to be the best person and best husband I could possibly be. Um, but I know God has something else as well. You know, he's continued that Jesse and more. I will continue doing more. And so pastor, I really appreciate kind of touching on it. We're going to end the series today on assignment, but 
I know you're really excited for next week's series oh, on man. increasing capabilities. Because that was a good phrase. I think you coined it, if I'm <laughs> yeah. not mistaken. Increasing your capabilities. Yeah, I think we got. Once we know our assignment, we know what we need to do. That's not enough, right? Just, it's not enough. Just knowing what we're doing is not enough. We got to be proficient at it. We got to get mastery of it. Whatever you do, do unto the Lord with all your heart. It's my observation that when young people, yeah. old people, kids even, yeah. find what God has called them to do, and they do it through a local church. Let me say it again. Yeah. They do it through a local church. Yeah. They will be the happiest, the most joyful, the most fulfilled, because they're using their skills and talents and abilities. They're aligning themselves with what God has called them to do. The Holy Spirit has given gifts to His church, mm -hmm. and He's given gifts to individuals as He wills for the edification of the church. And so, yeah, I'm, I am thrilled. You know, one of the questions I've been asking people is when your friends ask you to help with something, what do they ask you to help with? You're asking me right now? Yeah, how about it? I think, I think most of my friends ask my advice. I think so, too. <laughs> they, ask, they don't ask me to physically help them. <laughs> I'm the last person people ask to help move. But I think... But people, and you have a truck. And I have a truck. <laughs> people are like, oh, Jesse's going to slow us down. I think what people ask me the most is, Jesse, what do you think I should do? And that's pretty much how they always start off. It goes, ring, ring, ring. Hello? Hey, Jesse, what's up? Nothing, hanging out. Jesse, I got this going on. What do you think I should do? And then I think about it, and I tell them what I, I think they should do. And I think a lot of people would ask my help and the direction they want to go. And it could be something big, could be something small, but a lot of people, people often call me to ask what the next step is. I think is. that's very true. I think you have a good counselors here. I've saw, watched you mentor a number of young adults mm -hmm. into more ministry, into mm -hmm. more fruitfulness, into more involvement and more joy. Mm -hmm. the, the other questions I ask them is, I said, what do acquaintances say about you? And then if you were going to win an award, mm -hmm. what would you win it for? And then let me ask you this one. This yeah. one's a hard penetrating question. Yeah. If you were to die today and meet God, mm -hmm. and he was to say to you, I gave you all these abilities and talents, what areas should you have done more with what I gave you? Wow. Is that a hard-hitting one? That's a tough one, man. I think for me to answer that question, I think for me what I could do more with the gifts that God has given me, what I yep. could do more of, I could, I could win more souls. I think that would be God has given me a, a, a way with words, a way of connection with people. I can make friends very easy, but I also can make enemies very easy. <laughs> uh, hey, be wary when all men speak well of you. There you go. Yeah, and so I think that answer that question is I would probably win more souls. There's times in my life where I had opportunities I didn't take it. I had something in my heart where I should have I should have said something I didn't say it. I walk away from an event or I should have shook someone's hand or I I felt like I should have introduced myself but I didn't. And all those things, you know, maybe could have turned into nothing, but maybe could have turned into a better friendship, better relationship. Maybe someone at that time needed a friend, and I could have been there, but I wasn't. And then also times where, like, I just chose not to, to do it myself. Like, hey, I'm tired. I, I busy myself with the secular world of trying to work and make more money instead of focusing more on the holy. And, um, yeah, I think that's what God, I think that's what... Well, I, I think it's a that. really revealing answer. It's hard yeah. because we're given so much money. That, that was one of the first things I thought of is, man, I want to do more of my money. Yeah. The answer I heard a lot of people say was witness. I want to be more frequent of a witness. Yeah. There is a big difference between empowerment and encouragement. Mm -hmm. I think at our church, people always leave feeling refreshed and encouraged. Like, yeah, 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 I can do it. Rah, rah, I'm excited, I'm, re I'm excited, yeah. I'm passionate. Mm -hmm. And this next series, I want to work on getting people more empowered. What do you think the difference is between empowering people and encouraging people? 
I think the difference between empowering someone would be for them to realize that they have the full range of what of what's going on around them. They have a full dominion of ha- what's happening. They have the same eyesight that you have as the leader, as the pastor, and they're able to make decisions quickly and efficiently without having to always ask you because you guys are thinking the same way. They're saying, they're speaking the same language, and they're able to devote their talents to a purpose. They can say, hey, I'm so in sync with this church, so in sync with Pastor Drew. I don't need to ask if I need to pick up this trash or need to set up the pews or if I want to start a ministry. Of course, I want to ask for help if I can start a ministry, but I think there's a there's a big difference with being encouraged. Being encouraged is something nice. Hey, man, hey, great job today. Yeah, you're doing great. That's just that's just those are just words. But to be truly empowered by by someone is able to give your full talents to that organization or that person. And so those are really two different things. To be encouraged is is nice and friendly and. It gets people going through the day sometimes, but you couldn't live just on encourage alone. You need to live on some empowerment and say, hey, I have stake in this thing because it's bigger than ourselves. A lot of that has to do with vision. I was asking one of the karate guys a similar conversation, and he likened it to breaking a board. Yeah. He said, if you empower me, then you teach me how to break it. You show me how to follow through. You show me how to move my weight and shift. You show me speed and timing and, and breakthrough. And I break the board. Yeah. Encouragement is you telling me, you can do it. You can do it. You can yeah. do it. Yeah. But not really tell me how to do it. Yeah. But it's kind of like that cheering in the crowd. Yeah. When we play hoops today, I'm going to bark at my own teammates. I'm going to, you cut, cut. Yeah. Send a pick. Yeah. Hey, help, help. Give me the ball. Beat me the rock, baby. Nice. You're going to hear stuff like that. Yeah. And... You're going to hear stuff like, nice shot, high five, great job, way to hustle. Yeah. One of those is directives that I think are sense empowerment, how to. Yeah. But I got to get to that place that you're saying where they don't even need that. They feel they're accepted. Mm-hmm. They feel they're purposeful. They're yeah. a part of the vision. And so I, I want to ask the listeners, how many of you guys feel empowered by your local church? Mm. It's a great question, man. I mean, if I look at the, the people I get to pastor, and it's an honor, and I love them, and I trust them, mm-hmm. this is why I want to get into this series, because it addresses the potential. I don't want to say problem, but I think the untapped potential mm-hmm. of well-intended, good people that want to get involved, yeah. but need to be empowered. So if you're one of them, mm-hmm. stay tuned. That's right. We got it coming. We have it coming. That's a great question. So just to recap, I know it's a shorter episode, Pastor Drew. But I'm really excited it's good for to be show, back. It's good to be back to show bread because it's fresh. fresh. And so if you are if you're listening out there, ask yourself if you're in the car, on YouTube, watching this on TV, wherever you're watching this at, listening to it, think about it. Are you empowered right now by the local church that you go to right now? Do you feel like you are you are empowered by that church? Or do you feel like you're encouraged? Because encouragement too is great. You could be encouraged. But that next level is being empowered. I think what you're saying, Pastor, that next level of servanthood, that next level of accountability, the next level as a Christian would say, hey, I, I don't need the, so much the, the handshakes and great job that you came to church today. I need to see the vision of what God has for me and I need to push forward. So ask yourself today, are you really empowered by your local church? Are you empowered? And uh, we're going to come back to this next. We're going to come back to empowerment. If you want to know more about empowerment before Showbread comes out, Watch us on YouTube. Watch us on Facebook. Not this week, but next week. Pastor Drew's having a series on increasing your capabilities. We're going to be talking about empowerment and different things. So, till next time. Pastor Drew, can you, can you end us in a prayer? Our Father in Heaven, we thank you, Lord, that you are the great encourager. You are the great comforter. You are the strengthener. Lord, you are the one that uh, hears our cries. This poor man cried out, and you heard us. 
Lord, you not only heard us and lifted us out of the muck and the mire and to the rock that is higher. And Lord, you give us the tools to succeed. You give us brothers and sisters. You give us your word that is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Lord Jesus, you give us the power, the might. You, you endue your people. You clothe us with the power of the Holy Spirit that we might do the work of the ministry. So may each and every one of us be fruitful. May our fruit remain. May our fruit increase. May our fruit multiply as we win souls and make disciples. Lord, how we love you. How we need you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen.